Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the HLP. I really don't have a whole lot here at the top, but I do want to wish everybody a happy holiday and happy Thanksgiving if you celebrate that. And with that, I will let you get ahead into episode 172, Statue of Lamentations. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 172. We're out of another belly. I can't believe, I can't believe swallowed twice in as many episodes. I just wish he spit. <laughs> okay, Steve. What are you oh, drinking, Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, you know what? Maybe we should just take this one from the top. <laughs> I'm not going to let you back out of that. <laughs> You gotta lay in all beer. right, all right, all right. This is a beer that my dad got me. This is a driving through that haze, hazy IPA. This is from Dest Hill. It's it's. I think it's supposed to be distilled, but it's spelled really weird. D e s t i h l Brewery from Normal, Illinois. Normal, Illinois. Yeah, sounds like a pretty funky town. All right, I'm into it. It's pretty good. That's one I'm not gonna spit out. Brooks, spit or swallow? How's your next drink? Oh, I, I'm a swallow for sure. I'm going all in. I mean, I've got a bitty board, uh, a Wittenbach with cinnamon from Seventh Son, and uh, they did a little collab with uh, Jackie O's. Okay, it's it's very good. Can you it's taste well. the Jackie O's or? What's Jackie's? Um, it's a brewery. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I thought you were going to tell me it's a cereal or I, something. It sounds like it's <laughs> between Apple Jacks and Cheerios. Yeah. Jackie is. Honey Nut Jackie's. <laughs> all right. All right. Tex. Wow. <laughs> Twice in an episode. Yeah. He's, he's spitting, swallowing, and jacking O's. <laughs> Man. Even I can't oh. even pull that. <laughs> Steve's the only one pulling things. <laughs> Call me the rum dog tugger. Good God. <laughs> I thought we left this behind with episode 169. <laughs> Steve hasn't left any behind behind. <laughs> what a time to be alive. <laughs> Well, speaking of someone that wishes he wasn't, hey, it's me. <laughs> I'm drinking a revive blueberry lemonade hard seltzer. Hoping it can revive this episode. Emily, call it pretty lively. Emily, you got anything good over there? I do. Tonight I'm drinking a bang hard seltzer. I thought you had some of the innuendo free. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <man>. No. <laughs> Oh, Don't put that anywhere near Steve. Can't escape mm-hmm. it. This one is the purple Kittles variety. Not touching that one. <laughs> 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 P- 
probably the worst flavor Gro- name. Well, yeah, no, Steve, why would you even go there? Wow. You get canceled so fast. We have to... You know what? If this is this is my last episode, I'm going out on a bang. <laughs> uh, Haley, I see you got a chalice over there. I do. Uh... It's got tentacles on it, Steve. You want to make anything of that? <sighs> what do I got for tentacles? Let me think. <laughs> It's covered in tentacles and it's dark and stormy. Is that the drink? A dark and it stormy? It is. That is the drink. Some about suction cups. Uh, it uh, was uh, recommended by Demuth or Pierre. Just right. gonna move move past uh, Steve attempt. Wow! So we uh, sound it out <laughs> once it once it passes all the guys. Uh, we get a regular rum drink. Nice. Yeah, I know it's awesome. Must be must be nice. <laughs> it's very cool. Yeah. Very cool. And I have my uh, the the glass that I'm terrified to drink out of. Yeah, well, uh, you look like you got to do some work because I know that glass is the size of a fits a whole bottle of wine in it, and you have over half of it full of dark and stormy. I didn't drink Tuesday. I'm making up for it. Got <laughs> <laughs> <Not> that right. <laughs> well, next episode we will be drinking a group drink, and so I think we better get back into it because when last we left our heroes, they adventured into the swamp on their way to the lurching mountain and they found these glowing eyes that ended up being the dead lights of several gator ghouls who set upon the party uh, and, and greedily guzzled them. Steve. I'll keep going. I'm done. I'm done for the um, night. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that's where we find you. Uh, post greedy guzzle, you are lying in a puddle of your own mess. No, story of my life. Warm and like and wet. Warm Stop and wet. all wet and of wild you. And wonderful. So what are you guys doing? I think Dern's unconscious. That is so, correct. Bleeding out. So Ikmer immediately after falling out of the uh, stomach of this gator ghoul would yell out to Lyra. Uh, Lyra, quick, get over here. Uh, Durin needs to, needs to be stabilized. I can help with that. Lyra moves closer, and as as soon as she is within about 25 feet of him, she casts Stabilize. And Julia, are you okay over there? I mean, I got hit pretty hard, but I, I, I just need some healing. I'm not too bad, but Durin definitely needs, uh, some attention. Lyra, how are you feeling over there? I took a few hits, but I'll be okay. With a, with a little bit of healing, Durin definitely needs it the most. Mm-hmm. All y'all are able to move now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> just uh, stabilize him real quick. Get him up to just one above, uh, barely dying, and he should be up on his feet and full full run walk pace, right? I think he might need a little more healing than that. I mean, last time I saw him, he was uh, paralyzed right before he got eight. You good? Nobody's done it. No, we're talking to the unconscious guy. Thought we were stabilizing him, I guess. He well, is he already stable. Yes. It's Stabilized just... does not conscious make. Well, I mean, I can't heal him, so enjoy. I mean, you guys know how much healing Ikmer does, so I think that should uh, lead to process of elimination. Lyra is definitely the healer. She will start healing. And uh, 
Yeah, she's prioritizing like spells. Does she want to use them? And then she looks down at Durin's unconscious body and sees that he has a wand that looks like a wand of cure light wounds. So she takes that, starts right. healing him with it. Pockets. Right while he's unconscious. Wait, hand. He's unconscious. How hard can it be? What's okay. minus twenty to his perception check? Want to take my uh, my needle full of mutagen while you're at it? Go for it. He comes uh, no. to. Goes, man, that wand looks really familiar. That's <laughs> yeah, yours. Yeah, if, you're, if you're reaching into Duran's pouch, you're basically reaching into a sharps container. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she does have the ability to heal. She could heal him up, and then he could uh, safely retrieve the one. Yeah, he I probably won't need those. One hundred percent prefer the idea of Lyra having to use, which I know because we ended up healing right before the episode started. Eats the entire wand. Yes, <laughs> we're being very coy about the fact that we have already healed. <laughs> oh no! Wait, Dernal wake. Dernal wake up, and then we'll be like. Uh, what other wand? You only <laughs> brought one. <laughs> oh. How curious. My belt's a lot lighter. <laughs> I think some of your gear got lost inside of the gator ghoul. What a shame. The last thing I remember was breaking free of the sway that the creature held over my mind. Ikmo was diving into the gullets. We locked eyes, and I went under. Did, did you save me? I didn't know his gear was up for grabs. <laughs> <laughs> did you save me, Ikma? Uh, it certainly worked out advantageously that I was swallowed and was, was able to slash it, weaken its stomach lining, really, from the inside out. And, you know, it, team effort overall, but... It was uh, it was nice that I was so large. It kept you from being crushed a little bit. Not much, though. I- I'm really glad that you're okay, though. Perhaps there's more to this Prince of Wolves moniker than meets the ear. I appreciate that, my friend. Cutting me out from the belly of the beast must have been no easy task. And if of course, only... and of course, Lyra. Thank you for using my gear. <laughs> you are very welcome. I a little of my own magic to help you but mm. it was mostly your own doing you look just as vital as when i went into the beast interesting <laughs> uh we... in fact you look a little better you all look quite healed up uh, strange how that works you know uh, i was paralyzed not unconscious strange how everyone else got in a thank you and uh i didn't I use a lot of resources, saving all of y'all. And that's very true, Tulia. Thank you for that, Durin. Surprise. I uh, did not solely kill the (laughs) gator ghoul by my lonesome. Tulia did, indeed. But I do do know that that we need to get going. Right. I'll remember next time we're done with the combat to thank you all individually for your contributions. You called each of them out and skipped me. He went into the belly of a beast. She actually healed me. I was the only one who had anything when you guys were all paralyzed. Uh, guess again. It was burning every turn from my bomb. <laughs> all right. So we are going to keep moving. Clearly a team effort. Uh, and as we move forward, Lyra does not want to be caught so unaware. 
or at least unprotected. So she activates her ice armor as we're walking through. I think having had such a difficult time this past combat, Durin also is going to pop one of his two prepared extracts of heroism. It's 10 minutes per level. I'm hoping that'll last me till our next encounter. But I mean, he's pretty shaken. He he was a round or less away from permadeath. It, that's that's rough stuff. So I'm popping that on now, just in case. Yeah, make me a perception check. Sure. 22. 13. My bad rolling continues uh, with five. 31. You just okay. made the DC. Aww. Oh, no. Nice. Mm. I knew it. You see that a couple of what look like pebbles uh, fell out of the the gut of the skater ghoul when Ikmer cut himself and Durin out. Upon closer inspection, it looks like they might have been like eggs, but two of them look different. I I think I might know what this is. It's a big swing, but I'll let you know if I've called it. Okay. Can I do a knowledge or a spellcraft? Yeah. Spellcraft. Is this to identify a magical item and its properties? It would be. Okay, so that's a plus 22. I auto-aid. I do not aid. 43. I got a 19 on the back. Uh, You can tell that the lighter one of these is actually a pearl of power. That's what I thought it was. Yep. I did call that. It is a pearl of power of fourth level. Uh, The other is darker, and it gives off a different type of magic. You might actually need Durin's help to identify. Um, Durin, you've heard of these, though, as an alchemist. Um, They can be used in alchemy. It's called a boro bead. Hell yes. And this is also a fourth level. That's so good. Oh, the recharge extract. Yes. It's the pearl of power for alchemists. It rocks. I'd roll off on that if... uh... <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd go ahead and do that. I'll be that. I'll be that that guy at the table. <laughs> I'm gonna hold on to that <laughs> in case I take it a, time. Yeah, in case I take a level in alchemist. <laughs> Shove it in the hilt of my sword. <laughs> It'll look nice. Well, you're gonna need to take more than one level of alchemist to get fourth level extracts. But yeah, I'll get there. I'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> now, oh, that's awesome. regarding the pearl of power. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you like to roll off there? Lyra can't use That's it. just for prepared no? spellcasters. Ah. Yeah, so... <laughs> I mean, Freya could use it, but Lyra can't. Well, Freya's not here, and she's blind. <laughs> and old. <laughs> Real baggy. <laughs> so then she really needs this pearl of power. But no, no, definitely goes to Tulia. Real unfortunate I didn't have it right after the dragon's breath. Okay. So you continue on through the swamp. Uh, It takes about two more hours, but you finally see up on the horizon what looks like the start of a hill. And in front of this hill is this huge statue. And the statue uh, appears to be that of a a cyclops with a, uh, like a, maybe a scepter raised except in its eye socket 
is this swirling magical orb. Uh, it's like purple and red, and it twists around. You do remember that Dragsmauda had told you you would need to speak Golgon to the statue in order to enter. That's is is this uh, where we whisper the that hope arrives, Elizabeth? I I imagine so. I don't think there would be many huge intact Cyclops statues uh, in the swamp. So this is likely it. Well, any anything else going on here? Should we expect anything? I mean, we're I mean we're walking through some pretty treacherous stuff now. It, can you can't decipher anything from what the statue is, I guess, saying or any sort of indication of what's to come? I can certainly um, try and read the inscription at the base. Let's do that. Uh, she would read a- after some time. She would tell you that it uh, it describes something about the blood of O's uh, being welcome. That's in line with what Ragsmauta told us. Is there enough blood in that finger to keep us going? Question for Anya, I guess. You gotta huh. squeeze it really hard. God. God, it's been like, I don't know, like three weeks or something. I ho- Hopefully, hopefully they're not so literal about the blood part. Yeah, or, or we're in trouble. Yeah, if it was, right. a, yeah, if it was, a, but if it was in a sealed container, mm. all decompos- like decomposition aside, I mean, it, I think it still would have a little bit of traces of. Probably, yeah. I just know there's like some things where you have to literally give blood to like move on. So that's where I was just thinking. Mm-hmm. On a serious note, like <laughs> hopefully we can get what we need out of this finger. But sounds like we're in the right spot and we have all the right keys. We just need her to talk. I guess if it was in a bag of holding, doesn't in a bag of holding like time stops or something like that or like stuff doesn't. No, there's just no air, which in essence could preserve it. Yeah, kind of preserve it. Okay. Well, anyways. So with that in mind, what do you want to do? Do you just want her to speak the. Yeah, maybe with Anya like holding the finger very close. Sure. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have her do the whole speak friend and enter thing. Yes. Okay. I need you guys to put yourselves on the map. So it it really is Elizabeth Asher and Anya five feet away from this huge statue. And Ikmer both diagonally behind both of them with the rest of the party five feet away. Elizabeth Asher speaks the words. And then you begin to hear a cracking and a rumbling as the statue lifts its feet off the base and stomps on its own pedestal, reducing it to rubble and revealing an opening. However, the stone on the statue begins to crumble away as well. And you see underneath the actual bones a huge cyclops still with this orb where its eye would be. And I need you guys to roll for initiative. Oh boy. Tulia. 
Six. You are one of the slowest wizards I've ever seen. I rolled a nat one. Oof. Lyra. Ten. One of the slowest parties I've ever seen at level 11. Yep. Uh, Itmer. Seventeen. Ooh, but what that bonus be? Three. I got seven. Yeah. Well, then I'm sorry for your roll, I guess. That's a ten on the dice. Not too bad. <laughs> Better than this side of the table. During your right, first boys act. Rule. Sweet. All right. About how long has it been? Is heroism still on or not? Uh, ten minutes. Like I said, it's been two hours since okay. the crocodile fight. Oh, that's a bummer. But I did get a Boro Ball or whatever, so I'm not too. Is it not too sad? That still beyond. If it's two hours, 110 minutes is just shy. Oh, I I thought it was that 100. Yeah. So it's it's the the bones of this like old Cyclops are animating. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duran is going to shout out a warning. Beware! I think we are about to fight another skeleton, and. Um, I got, I'm just going to put a little distance between myself and this guy. So what happens, we've seen this a couple times before. There's some folds on the back of his jacket that these bat wings explode out of. And then he flies back and up about 20-ish feet or so into the air. And a standard and a move will be most of my turn. But I will roll a knowledge check before we move on. Religion? Yes. Ooh, there we go. That will be 35. Okay, with a 35, that's going to get you two questions. Okay, okay. Uh, Let's start with the creature name. So this is, uh, your religion would tell you this is a skeletal champion, uh, and it appears to be a great cyclops. All right. Special defenses, I'm assuming undead immunities. Anything else? Special defenses, yes, it has undead immunities, it has DR, it is immune to cold. And second question, what is that DR? Uh, That DR is DR5 bludgeoning. It's also got channel resistance, die hard, and endurance. Ooh, interesting. Smash it if you can. That's my turn. Okay. Ikmer. I guess Ikmer would probably know this better than than I would. Is this a construct in in the sense that it it's still looking for a command to like I guess deactivate or something along those lines, or is it like it, there's no going back? It's in attack mode type of thing. Uh- you don't think it's a construct based off of what Durin said, so it's it's an undead creature. Okay, so... so with that I, in mind, okay. maybe what was said was incorrect in order to, um, in order mm-hmm. to, you know, keep it from breaking out of the statue. You're not sure about that. Right, something, something went wrong. It is is uh, Ikmer's headspace, is what I'm kind of getting. Anya, if you can present the the finger to it uh, as best you can, Elizabeth. If there's anything more that you can f- figure out how to how to stop it, what else it needs. Uh, also, Durin, if you could figure out what that eye needs or is doing up there, 
in the meantime, everyone else, if you could stay as close to me as possible, I'll I'll, I'll be able to to defend any any attacks. And then I guess I'm gonna attack as well. Okay, so you're moving up to it. Um, I am or already five feet. Five feet. feet. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. All right. Well, uh, my first attack is a natural one. So okay, that one's a great start. Good miss. Good start. Uh, 25. 25, because it is flat-footed, will hit. Awesome. Uh, 19. 19 won't. This is an evil creature, so go ahead and add okay. your... Then 27. All right. Oh, um, I'm going to try I'm gonna try to bite it as well. Sure. Uh, your bite can do bludgeoning damage if you do hit, although unless you have a... Um, an amulet of mighty fists, it's not gonna do magic damage, I don't think. But you did learn the DR is just bludgeoning, so. Oof. Terrible again, 15, so it's yeah, not it's gonna not, hit. Not gonna do it, unfortunately. All right, he, he snaps and, and misses. You see the, where the eye would be flash with this, this brilliant realization as the creature begins to swing down at Ikmer. Shit. This is probably going to end poorly. Crabs. That's a crit threat. Just roll your 25%. Let me see if I can actually crit you. Okay. Jump the gun, man. Uh, Would a 42 hit? Yeah. Okay. Ouch. 25%, baby. Yeah, let's, uh, let's get this 25%. That is a 12, not a crit. Whoa! Wow. Oh, thank goodness. The next swing is coming at you. Wow. Gotta figure a crit from a huge creature is gonna be nasty. Dirty 40. Ah, uh, meets beats. Okay. Final swing with this. That's uh, not gonna do it with his lowest cool. attack. And then he's going to attempt to gore you. Didn't learn about that. <laughs> that is oh shit, thirty nine won't get you. Sweet. So that's gonna be two hits. Wow, I'm extremely lucky. None of them are crits. Yes, you are. Let's see. I say this a lot in golf, and I think it applies here. Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Eighty nine points of damage. However. You would take 20 out of that because of your DR. It is not a silver great club. So, uh, what does that make my total damage out to be, Griffin? 69. <laughs> nice. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, this episode. Man, Steve really got a kick out of that. <laughs> Didn't you, you dirty boy? I'm reading the rules for fly. <laughs> And so I've just kind of been passively listening to Ikmer take damage. And then I hear Brooks with a shitting, eating grin, like in his voice, say, what's the damage? And I knew, I knew what it was going to be, even though I hadn't heard the damage before. Uh, Lyra, it is your turn. Lyra takes a five foot step back. So she's right behind Ikmer, giving herself a little bit more space. Just for the record, you are still in the creature's reach. Oh. I mean, if you are casting a spell, you're taking a five-foot step probably out of the creature's reach correctly. Like, you would 
take that five foot step out. Oh, first. C- could she take a five foot step and not be next to Ikmer and yeah. move closer to Durin? That's still a five foot step for her, but it's further away from the yep. creature. Mm-hmm. All right, she's disobeying Ikmer's orders. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then. I mean, this is pretty, like, it, it, <laughs> it's acceptable. Good. She didn't move too far away. Uh, and then she does start singing for everyone and then starts casting a spell. Okay. Julia. Uh, I'm going to cast defensively because it's a plus 24 versus a DC 19. Okay. Did you want to do any knowledge? Do you have religion? I will in a minute, yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and start out by giving Ikmer Blur so that there's a 20% mischance just in case. Um, And now I can do some knowledges before I take a step back. So it's just religion? Yes. Natural one. They're probably not going to get you anything. All right, and I will take a five foot back so I am out of the reach. Directly next to Lyra. Durin. All right. Here we go. So Durin is going to hover, which I succeed automatically with my fly speed. Then he is going to use a move action to steady his shot with bullseye shot, bumping up the two hit. He is going to attach a alchemist's fire to his next arrow, which will be a blunt arrow, bypassing the bludgeoning DR. Then he is going to attach a holy bomb and fire at this creature as part of one action. Let's see if I can hit. And all of this stuff works. Can you do a knowledge on the orb itself? Is that Uh, different? I guess that's a question for Griffin. The uh, spellcraft. Okay, I'll I'll do that if that's cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, 22. Nice. This magical item is way more powerful than that. Ooh. All right, I'm very interested in it, but yeah, don't know anything. All right, so all of those actions that I described happen, and he fires. Natural fucking one. Okay, nice. roll me some mischance. All right, does it have like blur or some shit on it? Uh, well, if you had rolled your spellcraft, you might know. Ah. Yeah, I can roll spellcraft next time. I only thought about the 66? 66 is good. Hell yeah. Let's check on a confirmation there. 31 to hit. 31 does hit. Whoa! All right. So, oh, I have a Seeking or Cornbow anyway, but doesn't matter. So, Seeking wouldn't work here, actually. Oh, interesting. Okay. I feel like you haven't been able to use that yet. No, I haven't. <laughs> All right. I do the crit damage for the bow is going to do 39 points of damage bludgeoning. Okay. Then for the the bomb is weird because it only doubles the first D6, right? Yep. It's kind of funky like mm-hmm. that. And then it also doubles the extra damage, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So So it's one extra D6 and then double your int whatever. Then 35 good damage. Then the alchemist's fire is going to do four points of fire damage. And then having the explosive bomb discovery, it's going to continually do six points of fire damage. Okay. We'll take the six on your turn. Yes. 
just like last time that works for me. All right, that is uh, a lot of stuff. I think that's everything. Okay. Cool. Ikmer. He, he's still attacking, full attack. Oh, I'm sorry. This I'm Because it's undead, this guy can't be staggered, right? Okay. Because I got a staggering critical with my um, archetype. Anya and Elizabeth Asher. Uh, what are they doing? Uh, they, <laughs> like, they're, they're, they're front lines here. They've like fivered behind you at this point. Okay. And, and is Anya still at least presenting the, uh, the finger? Or? Yep, it's doing nothing. Okay. My dice rolling has significantly changed, uh, with the first roll being a natural 20. Solid. Yes. 26. Uh, 26 does. Fantastic. Uh, we've already established that a 16 doesn't hit, so I will try to confirm this first hit. Oh, with a 17 on the die, 36. That'll do. Mmm. This is 86 total damage. Holy damage. Across two hits, right? Across two hits. Yeah, there's DR. I get it, but... Still good stuff. Yeah. It is its turn. Um, Ooh, can I bite it? You can try. <laughs> Ooh, don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> Which uh, biting should be bludgeoning piercing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that, it's, that it's important. Yeah. <laughs> it's BPS. It's a trifecta. Whatever you want it to be. Griffin, I know this is so fucking annoying. Add one point of damage for last Vault Defender. <laughs> I'm not going to add it this time. You don't deserve it. You don't deserve it a whole turn late. Sorry. You don't get it. It's not a whole turn later. It's a whole, one. A, whole, a whole another person's action later. It's Brooks's whole turn. Mm. All right. I'll tell you what. If it comes to that, if it comes to one damage, I'll let you have it. I'll think I, about I, it. I think that's fair. Well... Let's get a little bit closer to that one damage with a 27. 27 what? Total. Uh, to, to, hit. To, to hit. Oh. For, for the for the bite? For the bite. Yeah. That yeah. does. It does hit. Ooh. Uh, any chance this thing uh, could possibly contract the curse of lycanthropy? <laughs> <laughs> better pray it can. Ikmer, because you've told us, or like because Ikmer has told us again and again that being the Prince of Wolves actually gives him no power over the, over the wolves, <laughs> it would not help us <laughs> if it gave him some sort of crazy power where suddenly he could control him. Great, yeah, do it. <laughs> Just give him more DR. Well, with uh, 14 total damage, it finally crunches rather than h- him trying to snap at it. I use the back teeth. Back. <laughs> okay, Duran, how high in the air are you? I think I said about 20 feet. Okay. It's going to trample everyone. Mm. Gosh darn it. This Everything. is not good. Uh, including Elizabeth Asher and Anya. That is very bad. So I need reflex saves. Or uh, you can forego the reflex save, take the full damage to do an attack of opportunity. Up to you. Uh, you should be high enough. It's okay. technically 15 feet tall, and I don't think it can get all the way to you anyway. Oh, where it's do you good. want me to end it? Uh, end it, like, right at the back line. All right. Uh, so Ikmer can, because he is adjacent to Elizabeth Asher and Anya, can take the full damage. 
for one of them, even if he does make the save. And I think he is going to take Anya's. Okay. So Anya does save. Elizabeth fails. What are you guys at? I have a 25. That is a save. Reflex? Reflex. 20. That is a fail. Sweet. What about a 23? 23 is a fail. Those of you that failed will take 49 points of damage. Oh. Those of you that succeeded will take uh, 24. Ikmer, you will take you will take the full damage and then the damage from... Half of Anya's. Yeah, half of Anya's. Yeah. So half of 24, so another 12. Yep. Oops. Oops, overstepped my abilities a little bit here. <laughs> How you Oops. doing? Oops, I uh, might fall. What? Oh. Huh? Well, he took 80-something points of damage, and then another 49, and, and then another 12. You're taking out your DR? Oh, uh, no. Yeah, you should take... You took it out of the first one, but you, yeah, you should take it out twice in this circumstance. Wow. <laughs> Ikmer's doing great. <laughs> He's doing 20 points better. 20 points better means that he is awake and alive. Uh, yeah, but uh, but along those lines, not not looking great. He's uh, yeah. Lyra, you're face to face with this skeleton now. You took some damage. Yeah, she did. So then she lost her spell, correct? I think that's how it works. Yeah. It was gonna be so cool. Foiled again. Ugh, I never get any of these abilities off. Um, you need a you need a quick and better magic rod. Is what you need. Badly. Yeah, that's very expensive for high level spells. Yeah, that's true. Lyra does not want to be quite this close to the creature. She takes a five-foot step to be up next to Ikmer. Okay. I can at least give you bodyguard from here. You're not going to last. <laughs> and then she wants... Bodyguard isn't the same as in harm's way. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, just gives okay. you a bonus to your yeah. PC. We will accept that then. That is fine, yes. It's not going to matter for you two. I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> All right, and then she is going to try to cast defensively to heal Ikmer. Okay. That succeeds. 33 points of healing to Ikmer. Chunky heal. I think he needs it. And Tulia. then oh. she continues singing. Okay. That's it. Tulia. Uh, Tulia is going to cast defensively. Oh, you're not going to dimensional slide out of here? I'm going to cast defensively first. I need to be within range for for this spell. I got a nat 20. I I really didn't need it. I just needed to not roll a one because I had a plus 24 versus 21. And so everyone is hasted because this is, I think, the closest everyone can needs to be. Am I wrong in thinking that she doesn't need to roll for that? I'm pretty sure that's not an automatic failure on a one. Oh, okay. I just... I'll I'll look it up after this. But Just in case I've been rolling. I know there's some things like saves and attack rolls that are like automatic failure. I don't think concentration checks are that way. It's it's not. Okay. Yeah, you're good. But thanks for wasting a nat 20. I'll take it. So then my last action will be to, uh, yeah, dimensional slide my ass out of here. Oh, wait, what did, what did you cast? Haste. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry, I missed it in the, <laughs> yeah. missed it in the hubbub. Yes, and so then I'm going to... I want to be out of range of a line that could be trampled. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a great spot right over there. Into the brush. 
Why not? I want to be out of range of the creature as well. Okay, it's Durin's turn again. Durin, you are within five feet of this creature. Yes, so I think I want to continue spreading us out so that something like a trample can't happen. Uh, Durin is going to fly up and out away from the party. Of course, incurring an attack of opportunity. This is just going to be one move action. Okay, let's see what I can do here. That is a critical threat. 19 uh, on the die. You want to do your thing? Yes, Lyra, define interferences, sacrificing a first level spell, so take this at a minus one. Okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 35 to hit? Oh, you got me. Okay. Great job. Yes, that was a good call. Yeah, you've seen those 90 damage crits this thing can do. Mm. 44 points of damage. Ouch. Yeah, a crit. Oof. That stinks. That's damn near close to my health, but I'm going to be continuing flying up. So he goes out from the party. I mean, with haste on, my move speed is ridiculous with the fly. So he's way up high in the air. Unless it has some sort of ranged ability, I think I'm probably okay. That was a move action. Let's take six points of fire damage. Ooh, actually, because I hit him with the alchemist fire last time, I'm going to do another D6 of fire damage for that old alchemist fire, and then that alchemist fire will be done. One more point of fire oh. damage. Got him. Because you remembered it, El Margata. <laughs> Thanks. All right. That is all of the... Th- that was my move action and the things that ticked over. Swift action, add another alchemist fire to the arrow. Standard action, holy bomb to an arrow and fire. All right, I wasn't able to stabilize because I didn't have my move action available. That comes out to a 29. 29 hits. Sweet. All right, bludgeoning arrow. We're doing 15 points of bludgeoning damage. Actually, call it 16 with last wall defender. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> And if it comes down to one, you're going to give it to him. (laughs) That's what I heard. And then here comes 23 points of good damage from the Holy Bomb. And then (laughs) this is the Alchemist Flask that I attached this round. Two points of fire damage. He's hot. Yeah, he's he's hot under the collar right now. Ickmer. He's going to pull out his potion of Cure Mod and then chug that. Oh, uh... Shucks, that will definitely. Yeah, uh, I'll occur. get you. So you're gonna. I think you can take a diagonal back if you wanted to do that. Like a diagonal uh, to the south. Right, but that will mean that I cannot full attack. And yeah, technically you could do that. So I, I, I think that's more valuable with the haste on. Okay. So five foot step up. Still five feet from Lyra. 30, 25, 30, 24. Two of those hit. Shit. Shocks. What does it look like? (gasps) There we go. All right. This, I mean, it's huge. Ikmer is only at its knees, but he he tears what would be its ACL. Knee crumbles down to the ground and... It's finally uh, face-to-face with Ikmer, and he chops its head head right off. There's no blood. There's no blood. <laughs> no blood. Just a dusty kind of poof. And you're out of combat. Yay! That is good. Uh, and you have revealed, 
even though uh, you had to fight this thing, you've revealed the entrance, presumably to the underground tunnel that will lead you to the core of the Lurching Mountain. Okay, so the orb, the eye orb thing was the entrance. Uh, it was under the statue. Oh, the okay. But we should take a look at that eye. Oh, if yeah. If it's not, did it go dull or still? Did it still glows with magic. I already used my spellcraft. I don't think I can. I can do it. I can anything. attempt to aid. Thurin flies down and hangs out with the group, although I can't. Lyra aids. This would be to identify magical item properties. So we mm-hmm. another plus two. In anything Elizabeth Asher could aid in this. 39. In this She's not magical, unfortunately. Darn. So it doesn't have anything to do with strictly with gold gone. It doesn't. But with the 39, you can identify this as an orb of utter chaos. Ooh, Ooh fancy. Yeah, I'm not good at rolling for anything lately except for spellcraft. Spellcraft. An orb of utter chaos is a globe of very colored material that constantly shifts hue and texture. The bearer of the orb is constantly protected by entropic shield. Three times per day when the bearer holds the orb and casts a spell with the polymorph subtype, the chaotic descriptor, or one that gives the confused condition, she may modify her caster level for that spell by 1d6 minus 2. Once per day, the bearer may hold the orb and command it to dispel magic. If the dispel check succeeds, the wielder absorbs the unraveled magic energy through the orb and gains the benefit of an aid spell. The orb bestows one permanent negative level on any lawful creature holding or carrying it. The negative level cannot be overcome in any way. This is a slotless, wondrous item worth 36,000 gold. Wow. Yeah, I think we're going to sell it, right, guys? <laughs> I don't know. That is awesome. Uh, Entropic Shield is what your issue was hitting oh, it. Uh, yeah, that so makes sense. It's, um, it just gives you a mischance, cool. as if it were concealment, to any ranged attack. Pure energy. That is so cool. So it just has to be held. I guess that makes a lot of sense. That it's it has chaos. to be held to use the uh, the effect that boosts your caster level for those types of spells. But otherwise, it just has to be on your person to provide the entropic shield. So uh, you you would learn that and know that if any of you are lawful, you should not touch this item. Yeah. I don't. I don't know that Durin. Maybe you're lawful. No. Nope. Uh, then nobody is probably. Julia is chaotic. Oh, I don't oh, have any uh, spells with them. Yeah, I was about to look through my spells um, <laughs> to see about those subtypes to see who would actually be able to use this the most. It's one of the two spell casters, right? For sure, yeah. As cool as it would be to have that constant entropic shield, I will certainly be stepping back, especially if one of you has spells with those descriptors. But with it, especially with it being like chaotic and stuff, like I'm, I'm neutral good. I'm not chaotic. You guys know Ikmer needs more ADC, so yeah, you need you need more mischance. Yep. Actually, I wonder if that stacks with a regular shield. Well, it's 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 a it's just a, it's a magic. Yes, yeah. yeah. it's yeah. like having a blur on you. But I mean, it's different because it's entropic shields. So it's like yeah. it's not it's not like double visioning you. It's like pushing shit away from you twenty percent of the time. Sweet. And it works against, like, ray attacks and shit, too. So it's kind of cool in that way. Mm-hmm. I, unfortunately, do not have anything that has polymorph or chaotic or gives the confused conditions. I get close, but nothing that is officially listed. All right. So 
it's nice to hear, I guess, that you can't use it because I have some chaotic spells. I also have a couple polymorph, polymorph uh, descriptor spells. I'm also chaotic, so I feel like maybe it makes sense. And also, if I could boost both with that, add the caster level with a D6 minus two plus my plus two caster level, I could be a really high caster. Yeah, I can't use or I don't have the spells with that descriptor, so I would really only be using it for the like dispelling magic and the protective element. I couldn't use the caster level, so definitely makes sense that it would be more useful for you. All right. Cool. I feel like I've won a lot today. <laughs> After landing, port or tunnel being open, knowing that we are very close to being in hell, Durin just starts jamming syringes into his arms, throwing back weird types of potions and, and taking weird medicines like pills and stuff, stuff that you, you haven't really seen yet. I'm throwing on all of my 10 minutes per level buffs now. So that is a mutagen that is heroism, freedom of movement, stone skin, and uh, one that I've been saving knowing that we've been going to hell, resist energy fire. So we should also heal. Yes. Oh, yeah. So probably want to heal and then you throw on everything, but still, yes. yeah. Order of operations, absolutely. And then um, on the same type of note, I would cast stone skin at some point. And then I... Lyra does help with the healing and then she casts freedom of movement on Ikmer and herself. Sweet. So I'm going to... Ikmer's down a lot, so I would actually use my infernal healing greater, which will give you a 40 points of healing. Perfect. Just a, a, a tad, tad bit more uh, would, would would be great. <laughs> well, Durin looks at the wand. <laughs> that, that belt uh, can always get lighter. <laughs> uh, did, and then, did, did Lyra heal Elizabeth Thasher? Yeah, Lyra does a mass heal spell to get everyone in the party, including Anya and Elizabeth, to uh, boost up their points. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, everyone's doing their part, uh, Durin. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking for my goods again. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, everyone's doing their part. Pulling their own weight. <laughs> are all of us Sigma? Are all of us? <laughs> I mean, I kind of nearly just died twice today. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> Chin up, soldier. Here we go. Pulls out the, <laughs> the uh, wand of cure light wounds, which we're burning into now, but this is the time for awesome, it. Awesome. Thank you. Of course. It would have been really awkward if you said no. So thought about it. <laughs> uh, and into the the portal, I guess we go. Uh, party order has changed significantly. Uh, Elizabeth, Asher, and Anya definitely not in front. Anya is back to bodyguard duty. Uh, Ikmer is a little bit. He he feels like that's like his job, so he he's a little flustered at the moment. <laughs> but I think it, it's Ikmer first for sure. Okay, so you enter the opening beneath the statue and make your way down a tunnel of uh, rough stone. You begin to smell sulfur 
as you descend and the air gets stuffy and then hot. You're definitely making headway to something fiery. The passage in front of you now levels out and it's dimly illuminated by small veins of molten rock. You continue down the path for some time. It's about 10 feet wide at most points, widens at others. Eventually you reach a three-way crossroad. There is a path to a larger opening to your left and a 20-foot wide path with stalagmites growing out of the ground to your right. Make a perception check here. 26. I rolled a two on the die for a 15. I, I knew Ikmer was going to be distracted previously, uh, so this is going to be an eight. 12. <laughs> Hit a fall. Durin, you see following mm-hmm. on the path behind you, but along the ceiling, 25 feet up, is a well the the top of it is a horned angry red skinned fanged upper torso but it wears and has like stapled to it metal and then it just its, it's lower body extends to several metal beetle-like legs and a beetle-like carapace. And when you notice it, it blinks and then two others appear blocking your path in either direction. And it drops down from the ceiling. Let's get your placements here. Oh, God. Oh, boy. So we're, we're like effectively surrounded, right? You are surrounded by these large beetle-like creatures. You know what? Let's get some Anish. Why not? Here we go. Come on, roll something double digits. Oh my god. No, it's worse this time. I rolled some double digits. No. This was my lucky die, too. I'm gonna be last. I'm pretty positive of that. Mm. Yep. Mm. Yep, I'm pretty positive. Alright, let's get Duran's initiative here. 28. Ikmer. Four. Lyra. Eight. Told you. Tulia. Seven. <sighs> Natty one. I rolled a two instead of one Squad. nat one this time. I also rolled a two. Sweet, guys. We're the terrible twos <laughs> and a one. I'm half of you guys. I mean, it makes sense because you're like also really young in character, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. At the top of the round is Durin. Well, he shouts to the party. If you haven't noticed, we are surrounded. I only was the only one that succeeded that perception check. Knowledge check right away. What do we got? It's going to be planes. Oh. Looking at a 27. 27 will get you two questions. What are these creatures? These are warmonger devils. Actual devils. That rock. Special defenses. Special defenses. These are strange. They have an, uh, an ability called construct form. Uh, despite being true devils, 
They possess a number of immunities common to constructs, including immunity to ability damage, ability drain, death effects, death from massive damage, disease, energy drain, exhaustion, fatigue, necromancy effects, non-lethal damage, paralysis, sleep, and stunning. Wow. Interesting. They also have DR. They are resistant to acid, resistant to cold, and immune to fire. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Is knowing that they are devils enough to... Not a question. This is... You can say yes or no. Is knowing that they are devils enough to know that they are probably evil? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Knowing they're devils is a guarantee that they're evil. Okay. So he is going to say they have some sort of damage reduction. I don't know how. And prompting someone else to ask that same question as I ask, what are their senses? They can see in darkness. So the better version of dark vision. Mm -hmm. However, uh, just that and dark vision. Awesome. So I did say that I popped my mutagen, but being a responsible player of this game, I don't think it makes sense to say that like we were all explore like walking together and I was invisible the whole time. That seems like not what a person would do. Well, good thing you're not a person. So, <laughs> hmm. now that you put it that way, yeah, I'm invisible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, so what he is going to do, uh, I-, I would like to turn invisible, but that would take a full round action if I kicked on that mutagen power. Instead, he's going to pull off a vial from his belt that looks like it holds no liquid in it whatsoever, and he's going to throw it back and turns invisible. Invisibility extract. Okay. That would be my full turn. Alright, it is these creatures' turns. You have just gone invisible, and so this one is going to move up and attack Tulia. Actually, it only had a five-foot step, didn't it? Sorry, Tulia. Can't help you out of this one. Can't help you out of this one, Tulia. Yep. Let's see. Do I want to turn anything fun on? Why not? We'll, we're, we'll we're have not a little a, power attack. Oh, I was going to say, we're, we're not a fun table, so. <laughs> Ooh, that's a miss, though. However, a 25. Does that hit? Yeah. Okay. 23 points of damage. The next one is going to uh, full attack at Ikmer. That's going to miss with both of those. And knowing awesome. that it um, felt pretty confident, it's going to yell to its friend in Infernal. Mm. And its friend is going to move up. And with a five-foot step, it's going to attack Lyra. Quick question. Was that an adamantine weapon? It was not. Thank you. Got it. 26 to hit Lyra? Yep. 23 to hit Lyra? Yep. Okay. 26 damage for the first one, 27 damage for the second. As Ouch. it stabs you with this trident it has twice. And now it is Lyra's turn. From the information that we got from Durin, she did not hear that they were had anything to overcome blindness. I don't think a con, as far as I'm aware, remembering constructs wouldn't be immune to blinding. Uh, but she could attempt a knowledge check get a better idea on that DR. So you said Knowledge Planes? Yes. Ooh, with a 10. Mm. Not going to do it, unfortunately. All right. Lyra is grouped up within the party. If she was to move, she would have to move 
closer to one of these creatures. So she's going to stay where she is, start singing, and then she casts defensively, and she can't fail this, as she casts Burst of Radiance behind the creatures <laughs> to hit the nice. two in front of her, but not to hit Ikmer. So I need a reflex save. Of course she do. Yeah. All right, so I think those both fail. All right, so they are going to be blinded for... Oh, only one round, but hey, it's something, and they are going to take some damage. Absolutely. Because we know they're evil. 12 points of damage. Nice. All right. Tulia. Tulia has a plan. I'm going to cast offensively, which I also cannot fail. And so um, I am able to cast five magic missiles, which is awesome. I'm going to do three on the one in front of me. And because he's going to be damaged, I can use my top lane spell meta magic feet to then make a trip attack. I have two more that I can then use on the other two. So I'll first start with the magic missile damage. Oh, also, I have automatic death watch. I can confirm that they are like, I can confirm that they're construct or do they show up as like a living? They show up as living. Living, yeah. Okay, it was just kind of, it's, it's a weird description, so I don't know. Yep, I specifically said construct form as yeah. in they get some things that constructs have, but they are not constructs. I heard it, it was just weird. Okay. 14 points of damage. And now I'll make my trip attack, or a trip attempt, using my intelligence and caster level on the one in front of me. Yes. Oh, and I didn't do fantastic. No. <laughs> uh, 27. Nope. Okay, and then... You are six-legged creatures. I know, I figured it'd be hard, but it's at least worth a shot. All right, so I'll go with the, the former beast icon. And that's going to be four points of force damage as I then make the trip attack or attempt against the beast. Oof, oof, rolled four. Um, <laughs> we're going to ignore that. Uh, moving to the last one on here. That is five points of force damage. And let's try and see if maybe I get one. <laughs> and that is only a 28. Nope. I rolled trash for that. They are blinded, though. Doesn't do anything. Uh, yeah. Six-legged is a hard trip. Yeah. So I can do... I like. I have a plus 18, which is usually, like, pretty decent. But honestly, I rolled shit. Yeah, you're going to need... Pretty high. Pretty high. Yeah, a I lot. figured. It's just I, I still, like, it was worth a shot. That is everything I have for right now. Don't worry, I'll try. Ikmer, bringing up the rear. Ooh. Well, <laughs> uh, with that, Ikmer is fully primed and uh, ready to continue not having his turn just yet. <laughs> I forgot I need to make my knowledge planes. I have a note, like, literally to do that. Can I do that? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, sorry. Shit. I only got a 24. That's a question. Oh, okay. question. What's the or no, that's, that's two questions. Two questions. Well, there was one thing we DR. want. What's the DR? DR5 good. Sweet. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. Is there anything else you guys want to know? 
Um, I mostly wanted the DR. I just then forgot my panic. <laughs> yeah, that's a great one to have. Um, special abilities is the other one. Yeah. Special abilities. Special abilities, they have an innate ability to summon things, can at will teleport. They have ability called Hellstrider, where they're not impeded by difficult terrain. Uh, they can also move through like like a pool of acid or something and not be damaged. That probably won't come up. <laughs> they have an ability called Phalanx, where they get a bonus to attack rolls in AC if they're next to each other. Oh, sorry, in the defenses, I didn't mention this. They have spar resistance, but it's not worth uh, mentioning, really. <laughs> okay. Um, I have something against that, so yeah, I was curious. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a 12. Oh. Mm. So, <laughs> beefy. Uh, they also have an ability called uh, Stability, where they gain a plus four bonus to CMD against Bull Rush and Trap. Hmm. Oh, damn it. Oh, well. Like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll try. Don't worry. <laughs> I really just need Ekmer to hit stuff. Okay. Let's see if he can. Yeah. I guess that, that means it's my turn. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, Ikmar is going to be attacking the creature that stepped up to him attacking Lyra. Okay. So the furthest north one. Just. It's blind. Pretty awful. Pretty awful, but uh, 24? Yep. All right, well, that's great news because the next one is a uh, natural 20 for 34, so that's fantastic. 11. That actually misses a blind uh, enemy. <laughs> yep, that's uh, surprising. Uh, uh, well, I'm going to go ahead and uh, re-roll that uh, or see see if I uh, hit, hit on the crit. 21. 21 does hit the blind enemy. Yes. Oh, thank you, thank you. Okay, one hit, one crit. 81 damage with the holy sword. He uh, slashes into this devil. He does cut that one down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get it. Durin's up. Sweet. Invisible. There's not a lot of room for us to maneuver, but Durin is able to take a five-foot step just to kind of throw this guy off if he wanted to try and attack a square that he saw me in earlier. Then he is going to take a move action to steady his shot at a target that can't see him, although it is just five feet away. I am going to add something called flash powder to this ammunition and then load up a holy bomb and blast him. Deadly aim, point blank. Don't at me. I got precise bombs. I'm fine. (laughs) Get him. All right, 13 on the die. He can't see me. The I mean, this is going to a 33. There you go. Yeah. Cool. All right. So with Deadly Aim, I do 17 points of piercing damage with the arrow. Then with the Holy Bomb, I'm looking at 26 points of good damage. Flash Powder. Big bright light erupts with that uh, with that hit. And I'm going to need a fortitude save against a blindness. I don't think I heard that he was immune to me, especially since the other two got blind. Probably not. 27. You fit. Succeed against the DC 13. Okay. <laughs> oh, almost got me there. Almost got me. <laughs> yeah, I really wanted to lead you guys on. 
That was arrow damage, that was bomb damage, that was the flash powder going off. Then, because I have the explosive bomb discovery, let's see how much ticking fire damage we're going to be doing. Um, it may not even go through. It sh probably is not going immune. to go through. It's oh, yeah. it's immune. Yeah, there's res he's resist acid, cold immune fire, so let's not worry about that then. That should be a full turn. On their turn, they're going to cast defensively. It should be good, because this is just a spell-like. Yeah. They both disappear. Okay. And you know that they can teleport. At least they didn't take us with them. We've experienced that. Mm. I don't know where. It takes, but... it takes a special ability to do that. And as you're going to find in a minute, they are no longer here. So finish your drinks. We'll see you next week. Ooh. Oof. Ooh. I, I uh... definitely <laughs> knew it this time. Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Inc. and used with permission.